It's all your hello, story. ladies. Hi, ladies of Christian women in the UK. Is Giselle um, a fabulous rebel? That is Giselle. Um, Ngum, that is the riotous, <laughs> riotous <laughs> sister in Christ, and myself, Sudoni. We're back again for another of our talking sessions. Um, and today, I don't know if any of you have been following the news. Um, Miss America. Um, of 2019 um, apparently committed suicide she jumped off the top of um, a Manhattan building um, this week and um, may her soul rest in peace but I just think it would be a really good idea for us to just have a Christian perspective on that news with regards to sort of self-esteem um, for ourselves as women and young girls or mothers and aunties and you know people who have nieces and nephews who who you know more than likely follow the likes of these celebrities on Instagram and you know Facebook and, and Twitter and social media um, and I think it will just be good for us to just speak about sort of self-esteem from a Christian perspective um, and how we can help each other along on this journey and, and also maybe support each other through some of the challenges that social media um, poses and, you know, sort of biblical references that can help reinforce our own social um, self-esteem, but maybe even not just for us, but for, you know, nieces, nephews, um, family members, especially the younger generation that are so um, hooked, if you if you want to use that word, um, on, on social media. So I think let's, let's start with you, Giselle. Um, obviously, you know, you're a pastor and you're, um, you know, you're you're a lot older than than Guma and myself, so you've got the benefit of of wisdom and experience of, you know, perhaps a generation that wasn't as internet crazy as the current generation is now. How would you say, from a sort of a biblical Christian perspective, how would you um, ask or advise the young girls now? to look at themselves in terms of self-esteem and how they interact with social media and all these issues that we're seeing? Well, even way back in my day, when I was a young teenager, we had, we didn't have social media yet, but we had magazines like Jackie and all the rest of it. And oh mm. yeah, we still wanted to be like Twiggy and all the rest of it. Uh, so we had people that we tried to be like, and then when I got a bit older and wiser, I realized you can't fit a square peg into your round hole. And mm. so you just had to be happy with who you were and what you were. Today, mm. I think it is a lot worse for youngsters because they have social media, they have TV, and they've got access to loads and loads and loads of things to look up to their idols. And they want to be like... Oh, I think Giselle's frozen. Go much yeah. frozen for you. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to check. Oh, right. Okay. I'm frozen. But you two are frozen for me. Right. What's happening? Hey, your audio's back, but your video's frozen. And you were just about to make a great point, Giselle. I probably was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you said you can't fit a... Uh... <laughs> square peg into a round hole <laughs> yep uh, -huh. uh so you do have to be happy with who you are and what you are 
Mm-hmm. But that only comes from me being made to appreciate who you are. If you're brought up with within a family or you're in a relationship and you're not treated well, then you're going to always think, oh, there's something wrong with me. If I could just change this, if I just change the color of my hair, if I just have a boob job, if I just have a, 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 a bum job or something like that. I don't know what to call the implants mm-hmm. for the, for the uh, uh, behinds, but, 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 but whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to do everything. False nails, false eyelashes, tattoo eyebrows. It's not who you are. It's really not. No, mm. the old sensible me at the minute. I didn't really realize my self worth until I was fifty. Then I realized I am who I am. Mm. And then when I found Christ, I also then found out that wow, I'm just exactly the way God made me. So I want to be what He wants me to be, mm. not what society dictates I should be. And I think really if you know, mm. parents with young children, boys or girls, should mm-hmm. bring them up in the ways of the Bible. If you're a Christian household, bring them up in the ways of the Bible and teach your children what the Bible says they are. Yes. You really know, they're important. Fe- fearfully mm-hmm. and wonderfully made and stand on the Bible with them. And compliments, compliments are brilliant, but compliment character more than their appearance. That's such a good. Mm, that's a good point. You like that? No, I could go point. on, but but I'm going to let somebody else speak. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, yeah. No, over to you. I mean, you know, obviously, we both of us are of a different generation to to yourself. So, um, from your perspective, you know, this social media frenzy, um, that's going out there. How do you think, as a Christian, how would you approach it, or how would you advise the young girls of today? to approach this social media phenomenon that it is yeah I mean I think social media has gone pretty crazy I remember kind of how did I even okay a friend a uni friend actually sent me a Facebook request I had no idea what Facebook was and I remember being very excited when I joined because I immediately spotted the potential for social media to bring people together I could catch up with people that I hadn't seen since school so there's that wonderful side to social media but there is also then the thing where Mm -hmm. It becomes a, a platform for comparison. And I think, I can't remember the exact Bible mm. quote, but there, is, there are many things in the Bible that tell us not to compare ourselves to others. And I think one of the dangers with social mm-hmm. media is that it can you can find yourself comparing yourself to people. You know, whether it's looking at people's photos of their wedding or on holiday or their children or whatever. So Living I, their best I, life. They're living their best life, right? And also very curated. And I think that a good thing to do with social media is to be Mm. purposeful when you go. And I'm saying this because even I had to, at one point I was like, what am I even really doing on social media, right? You're like, you're just there every day. Okay, good. Fair enough. You catch Mm. up with people. Just trolling through. You can waste a lot of time on social media. So I think that Mm -hmm. um, the other thing with social media as well is that it can expose you to so many perspectives you know, so it's not only just about the images, mm-hmm. it's the, the pictures, it's like things like Instagram, where you begin to see those things do shape your idea of what beauty is, of what a good life is, mm-hmm. right? Or you go on Twitter where everyone is upon it and people just come up with these things. So you even begin to change because people kind of want to catch up. You want to sound as intelligent mm-hmm. as everybody else. You want to 
win argument just for the sake of it. You want to, yeah, been there, I'm not gonna lie, you know? So those things where you almost find yourself changing, right, into a different person because there's almost like a social media persona, you know, so you kind of want to mm-hmm. be, like it gives, and I think it's also a situation where before social media, as Giselle was saying, we had celebrities, right? There was a time when, oh my goodness, how could I ever be on the same platform as Janet Jackson or something? And then I found myself in a mm-hmm. place where I couldn't be quite as big as Janet Jackson, but I could have a following. <laughs> right? that would give me so it feeds your ego, it feeds the pride and the ego. And the influencer situation mm. comes in and again that can be a lot of pressure mm. because we've heard about influencers who are living above their means to try and pretend mm. that they're living this amazing life right so I really believe mm. that social media I would not just go out and say it's a bad thing even as Christians social mm. media brought us together we are on a social media platform spreading the gospel oh, of did, yeah I've been able to come across very mm-hmm. amazing preachers, teachers, just Christ, uh, Christians from all sorts of backgrounds to social media. So I really believe that with social media, we have to be purposeful. You know, you have to really say to yourself, why am I even mm-hmm. here? Who are the type of people that I want to connect with? And mm-hmm. really even speak to God and say, you know, how do you want me to use this thing? Because, um, and mm-hmm. also come from a place of power, because I find that, I think, people give the media a bit so much credit. And I remember, Sidonia, I think mm-hmm. I may have told you this. I remember even before I became um, born again, I went to the gym once and I was watching this music video, right? Mm-hmm. I was just exercising and trying to pass time. And I watched this mu- music video and I was just like, wow, you know. It was just the way the girls were objectified. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is not something that non-Black women may know, but there is such a thing in the Black community as colorism, where sometimes people with lighter skin are seen and more beautiful. And basically, it's there's a trend in a lot of these music videos. And you could really see this, like, the lighter skin girl was the object of affection, the, and then the other girls were kind of like props. And I'm there at the gym thinking, wow. If I was like a 20-something-year-old girl or a teenager, I don't know how I would have felt about this. I mean... I was then, I think in my 30s, I was like, okay, I'm past this, I'm fine. But what about this, these kids? So I think, and then I spoke to somebody about it and they were like, oh, but you see the media, you know, tells people how to behave. And I was like, but do you have to really go with the media line? And I just thought, can mm-hmm. there not be some kind of counterculture to this? So I feel mm-hmm. that we have power that we often don't recognize because things are just so big around us. And there really is that ability to switch off from these things because, you know, there's the ability to just switch off. There was a time when I went off Facebook for a year, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. It was just so nice to do other things. And even, um, we talked about this as well, Sinoni, controls. Mm, yeah. You can control what you see. You may not be mm. aware of this, but if there are certain mm-hmm. people, points you don't find very good, you know, or edifying, you could literally block them. It doesn't always mean that you're being mean or you block people. But if if it's a problem for you to be dealing with somebody mm-hmm. maybe because you argue with them too much or their content isn't edifying, or maybe you're just mm-hmm. going through some issues where you need to be away from seeing whatever the person puts, take a break. There is actually a take a break button, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can also take a break. You can block. Yeah. So yeah, I think you can actually really even if it means putting it in your diary, okay, I'm going to be on social media for this long. I'm going to see this. There are people now who have all these timers, you know, they'll time themselves on social media and then they come out. So there are many, many mm. ways to 
to, to handle it. Don't think that you have to be a yeah. social media. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good that you, you, you make a really good point about um, there has to be another, a counterculture. Um, and I think that Christianity and Christians do provide an alternative um, yeah. culture to what is the mainstream narrative. And um, when it comes down to even like self-esteem and just who we think we are, the Bible's clear um, that A, we're made in God's image. Um, and so you're beautiful just the way you are because you are made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, the Bible's also very clear that, you know, we were knitted together intricately in our mother's womb. So there's nothing um, erroneous about the way you are. There's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, there's no mistake about the way you are. So you've got blue eyes. That's the way you are. You've got brown eyes. That's the way you have kinky hair. That was, you were made that way for a reason. Um, the Bible is also very clear that God does not look at outside appearance. Um, he looks at, you know, the heart. And so, again, that's just a counter um, cultural message to, you know, the, the culture of social media where it's all about glorifying the outer beauty and, you know, you're skinny, you're, you know, long hair, false eyelashes. Um, yeah, so it's, it's good that, you know, <laughs> you know and it's good that christians um we can promote these kind of messages that the god that we believe in who loved us so much that he sent his only son to come die for us mm. he doesn't love us because of the way we look he's looking at our hearts and our attitudes towards him um and i think you know for a lot of people that are struggling with um, this idea of identity of who they are and defining themselves. I think that's a really important message um, that Christianity brings. And it is a message of hope. Um, it's a message that, you know, if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he, you know, he was died and he rose again on the third day. And if you confess that, you will be saved. doesn't yeah. matter whether you're short, tall fat skinny rich poor doesn't matter if you believe that the salvation message is there available for all of us and so um you know i think that's an important message that as christians we we have to offer to counteract this um societal um glamorization of the outside beauty um the bible says doesn't it that beauty will fade (laughs) outside beauty will fade (laughs) and it does it does I mean also you know you made a good point about you know social media talking about you know dealing with comparisons I mean Giselle how do you um how do you find because I think sometimes as well for a lot of people that go on social media this idea of comparing themselves um and it's dangerous both ways either an upward comparison or a downward comparison I I mean sometimes we only kind of talk about the upward ones because you want to look at somebody who's who you think is better than you but there's also the downward comparison that is an ego trip you know it's it's pride really it's all oh, look you know I'm not as bad as that person down there so yeah. I mean from a Christian perspective um 
you know, it's important that we have perspective on on our life and our own purpose. She said, what do you say, you know, the, the biblical message is about, you know, our purpose in Christ and, and not so much looking at, you know, running our own race, not so much looking at, you know, someone who's up there or someone who's below us? Well, well I, I think really once we find out exactly who we are in Christ, mm-hmm. then... And who are we in Christ? Just to put that question in there. <laughs> Well, we are the redeemed, aren't we? We're the redeemed in Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, uh, we're we are little princesses and little princes of uh, the mm. king of kings. And we know that our home's in heaven. And that's it. That's who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, when we have, and when we have that strength in us, mm-hmm. we, we don't compare ourselves to other people, mm-hmm. either upwards or downwards. Um, mm-hmm. It's easy every now and again if somebody says something wrong or whatever, go, I wouldn't say that. But really, mm. in all honesty, you know, we probably <laughs> would. We probably mm. would, you know, if, 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 if truth be told. It's easy mm. to jump to conclusions about, about people, but always give them the benefit of the doubt that yeah, you mm. don't, we, don't, we don't know what people's going through. We really don't. But I say, mm. first and foremost, find out your full identity in Christ. If you don't know your identity in Christ, folks, get in touch with us and we'll soon let you know. So we will. Uh, <laughs> once you, once you, yes, we'll beat Honestly. it into it. Once, exactly, exactly. But once you know exactly mm-hmm. who you are in Christ and that you, mm-hmm. there is a great plan for your life. And yeah. mm-hmm. You said at the start there that we, you were knit together beautifully in your mother's womb. You even before mm. your your parents decided to have children or what what what, what yeah. whatever, mm. God had a plan. Mm. Plan mm. to the finest detail. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, also as well, like this. Um, social media does paint a picture of a very glamorized lifestyle, <laughs> and it does make <laughs> it does. <laughs> And it does make a lot of people feel like life yeah. should be easy, right? hassle-free, yep. problem-free, yep. and everything should be handed over to them on a, on a, you know, on a platter of gold because that's the way celebrities leave. Exactly. Um, and, and it does ha- make people think that they don't have to strive or work for anything. Um, yeah. And sometimes, no, it's true. You know, yeah, you get all these people that want to get rich, get rich quick, and you know, yeah. th- then they hit a brick wall, and they've got no defenses whatsoever because yeah. they've never see- had to work for anything. You know, so I mean, it's um, how would how would we as Christians, um, because obviously as Christians, we're not told that life is going to be easy. You know, Psalm 23, which is um, Giselle's favorite verse, says, even though we walk through, we walk through the shadow of the valley of death. We are we have to walk through it. Um, Jesus was in, you know, in the boat with with the disciples and the storm came. So the storms will come. Even Mm -hmm. as Christians, we're not promised an an easy, quote unquote, life. So what would you say to sort of young people or or? maybe so much young people, but just people, women in general that are kind of looking at these, um, like you say, very curated social media personalities and lives and feeling like 
you know, when they have a problem in their life, you know, their mental health goes because they've got mm. no defenses whatsoever. How would you encourage them um, as a Christian? How would how does that how do you cope with dealing with life's disappointments and setbacks and things like that? OK, I'd say, first of all, start by growing up in the Catholic Church. <laughs> I tell you two things. <laughs> it's strong in the Catholic Church. You're told from the one that to the fact of life in the Catholic Church. <laughs> because I, you know, like we do the stations of the cross. There, there is a lot of emphasis on Jesus' suffering in the Catholic Church. And, and I tell you, as a Christian, you will suffer. You read about all these saints, they suffered poor clean months, all of them. Their life was not easy. So I think for me, maybe it took me overboard. I'm gonna be suffering. Kind of you over like we I remember at 19, I was reading this book called Why Do the Innocent Suffer? About the life of mm. Job. That was me at 19, mm. what the Catholic Church does. Mm. So, but I think it's because. Um, and it's fine, but I think as the Catholics can go a bit overboard, but the, the bottom line here is that, you know, I think some of it, it, obviously the Christian perspective is what we're talking about here. And also Christianity is not just something that you box up. It's, it happens in every aspect of your life. And so if you're brought mm -hmm. up in a Christian home, hopefully these are things that um, parents begin to teach children from a young age. It's funny because even parents mm -hmm. who are not believers can still bring up children with this type of um, philosophies. I mean, I remember Sidonia and I talking about this thing about every child gets a trophy day is a joke, you know, and we live in a world, these things start to be <laughs> small, right? Like, you give every child a trophy? No! You know, if mm. you didn't run fast enough, it doesn't mean that you're terrible. It just no. means that it's not your thing. Go and do something else. I remember once playing with my nephew and I think, mm. I can't remember we're playing, but I won. And there was a medal. And my nephew was crying. He was like, I want to win. I said, no, you didn't win. You know, somebody will say that I was mean. But I deliberately mm -hmm. did that because I wanted to teach him mm -hmm. that in life, you don't always get what you want. If you want to win, go and improve mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. I feel that a lot of it, especially, mm -hmm. I'll sound like a grumpy older person mm -hmm. now, but I think particularly this younger generation, they've been really cuddled a bit too much. So they've grown mm -hmm. up things to happen for them and then social media comes and amplifies that sentiment so of course when they hit some mm -hmm. setbacks in life oof, you know they're completely flawed by it so I think we need to start obviously as they are older now the beautiful thing is that the gospel comes to the rescue right and the gospel is not going to be like mm -hmm. Superman. here's my cape lie on it no it's going to be okay mm -hmm. let me teach you what we should have learned in the first place here are the facts of life and you don't have to take this suffering by yourself. Jesus will always be there with you. Mm -hmm. And hopefully if you mm -hmm. find mm -hmm. in a good assembly where the church is very supportive, mm -hmm. you can speak to a brother mm -hmm. or sister in the church. You can, if you have a good pastor, you can seek counseling. So there are all these things that are there, but if people are not introduced mm -hmm. to things, they just won't know. So I really think to make it easier for the younger parents now, start with the kids when they're mm -hmm. small. The interesting thing with children is that they are very resilient. You know, I've watched my little mm -hmm. nephew when he was a baby. He had a toy and he would try to put this thing together. He would struggle and he would mm -hmm. cry and cry and cry. And then eventually he puts it together. He's very happy with himself, breaks it again, cries again, does the same thing. And his parents mm -hmm. sat there and watched him. 
it was he's 13 now mm-hmm. it was amazing but every time he did that he was learning mm-hmm. and he got quicker yeah. and quicker and quicker so people also forget that you know difficulties come in life to teach us things mm-hmm. difficulties come in life to teach us so every time I, i'm a person who doesn't i really believe in always seeing a crisis mm-hmm. hard and sometimes you know that may mean you looking at your own self and your mistakes and really owning up to things that you did that were not right but then mm-hmm. if you do things on board you can become a better person so conflict is not always a bad thing and even in the bible it says that god disciplines those he loves that's also, very true god will let those things happen because mm-hmm. he wants you to be bigger to learn a lesson from it yeah. absolutely and Giselle was saying I think you both said about being fearfully and wonderfully made sometimes mm-hmm. God meets you at the lowest points of your life oh yeah it's not mm-hmm. to say that you should go and start looking for for <laughs> <laughs> but this is for me personally just before I came to the Lord that was what happened to me I was just going through I was literally in the doldrums and I remember hearing in my head you are fearfully and wonderfully made Hallelujah. Not even being a believer. But I just remember mm-hmm. that I was never even going to bother with positive affirmations because they just don't work. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, they never worked. And I just remember I just had an incident that was really very upsetting to me. And I was at work and I just remember walking into, I think it was our canteen. And I literally heard in my head, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I cannot mm. explain to anybody, but somehow it lifted up my mood. I did not even know about the power of the word of God, but it mm. just lifted my mood. And that's another That's thing. important. And that's why we need to speak scripture, even to yeah. non-believers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking the word of God into your life to let you know who yeah. you are. Because there are so many things in the Bible that tells you, mm. if God himself is telling you, this is who you are, you are mine. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know. I know the plans that I have for you. You may not believe those things initially, but just keep mm. saying them. Keep saying them. And you you mm. see how they yeah. change. there is truth in that. The word of God. And you he, just yeah, yeah, he does say as well. that. Yeah, he says as well that not a hair on our head will fall away that, you know, without him knowing about it. That's the yeah. level of intimacy that he calls us to. Um, I mean, I would personally, I would like a lot of, young people well people generally to own I think Gumi touched on this but you know it's very important that we own our pain um it's very important that we embrace it um obviously if you need help get help um you know I am very pro mental health help um I know not all Christians are I know some Christians shun away from you know Every mental health is an, is an affliction of the of the mm. devilish spirit. I'm not that way inclined. Obviously, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I think if you need mental health help, or you need to speak to somebody, get it. Get it. Um, okay. That's part of deliverance. By yeah, the way, at the same time, you know, I think... <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I think it's important that people learn to own their pain. Because out of your pain, God will birth something incredible. Mm-hmm. And it might just be something as in your mind, simple as being a shoulder to cry on to somebody else that is going through the same situation. And you just might, might be the reason why that person doesn't take their life or that person yeah. doesn't end up being committed to you know, a mental institution. Absolutely. There is a reason for your pain, whatever it is. Um, 
I'm not trivializing anybody's you know issues but there's a reason for it mm-hmm. but you have to own it and until you own it um, and learn the lessons that there are to be learned from it sometimes God can't use it because even you yourself won't be able to identify what that issue is um you know and I think some sometimes social media almost kind of because it paints this perfect picture of life people want to box away the messy bits of life messy quote unquote because you know it paints you know glossy houses and all this stuff and beautiful pictures and makeup and 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 people forget that the, the people that are looking so stunning with makeup actually woke up looking yeah. like the back end of a bus in an accident exactly. you know um <laughs> but it's important <laughs> it's important that we we don't box up the messy bits of life and I think as Christians sometimes we can fall into that trap how many times do you speak to a Christian he's like how are you and they're like you know I'm fine by the grace of God you know I'm doing good God is good I know God is good but how are you so I think as Christians we need to get into the spirit of being vulnerable with each other um, and, and being open now don't go say telling your business to everybody because not everybody's got your good intention at heart you know, pray for the spirit of discernment that God will lead you to trusted um, friends that can pray for and with you and you can pray for and with each other and open up to people. Don't be um, pressured to thinking your life has to be this perfect picture. Um, It doesn't. Life's painful. Life is messy. Um, you're going to get it wrong. I guarantee you that. You're going to get into a whole lot of trouble. You're going to get into a whole lot of messes. Um, you know, God willing, you have a long, you know, he'll satisfy you with long life here on earth. And if you want a long life here on earth, you're going to get into a lot of trouble and into a lot of messy situations. <laughs> um, and so, I, you know, I'd encourage us to not box away the messiness of life. Um, if If you're going through a, a difficult time, find somebody and talk to them and acknowledge that you know I'm hurting um I I don't really feel well mentally I'm not sure what it is but will you pray for me can you pray for me can you ask the Holy Spirit to guide me and guard me and be with me um and not box it away because you think that as a Christian everybody expects you to have a perfect life or because everybody on your Instagram feed or your Facebook page has got a perfect life and they're all on holiday, but you're stuck in the back end of nowhere where it's raining 24 seven, you know? So I think as Christians, we need to lead by example. Um, I mean, I'm aware that we're we're probably running out of time, Giselle, but what what do you say about this, this aspect of, you know, the messiness of life and people, seeking help and being open with each other I mean as a pastor you probably deal with a lot of counselling what what advice would you give people I think you made a brilliant point there Sidoni people we just need to open up to each other it's mm-hmm. like you loads of times and I've even done it with both of you how are you today I'm mm. a, just okay <laughs> you because what, man? A, a, a lot of people ask how are you SG. doing <laughs> And they don't want to know. They're away thinking mm. the next question they're going to ask you before you even answer it. But mm. when there are some sincere people out there, and when they ask how you are, they really do want to know how you are. That's why when some people say to me, like you said earlier, I'm okay, you're just okay. 
And that's mm. a, that's one of my road ends for evangelizing too. I'll say to strangers, mm-hmm. how are you? I'm okay. Just okay. What would it take to make mm-hmm. you even better? And that opens up a conversation. <laughs> then I tell um, them they need like Jesus in their life, you see. <laughs> that's a great that's a great door opener. So it is. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, we need to open up to people more. And I know I need to open up to people more. Oh, and you know, there's but there's a lot of times I'll say to someone, I need to talk. Can we talk, please? And mm. what's what's wrong with you, Giselle? And I'll start telling them, oh, well, what do you tell you? This happened to me and that happened to me. And oh, I'm going through mm. this. And before mm. I know it, listen, I'm listening to them and helping them <laughs> come away thinking, you know, what about me? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Most yeah. <laughs> so I just go and kick the proverbial cat and mm. uh just <gasps> and that's it, then it's over with, so it is. But you know, we 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 all have off days. We mm. have. But mm. it is as you say to Sidoni, is open up to people. If you don't mm-hmm. want to open up to family or friends. Usually a stranger's the best one to listen to you because they're mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. anywhere there. And you, the only groups I can think of that would, uh, uh, we'll listen to people. The pe- we do people a lot. <laughs> we, we, oh, we, we, we do, we really do. I'm, I'm just blessed that God has given me a beautiful gift. And, mm. uh, and that is that when I pray with someone, they tell me their problems and I'll pray for them either there and and pray in my own time god erases everything from my memory what mm-hmm. because if i was to think about uh, oh goodness yes i'd be mm, i could no, wear you down mm-hmm. really yeah. big time so that is a beautiful gift god has given me that it just erases and then maybe weeks days weeks or even months later he'll drop a snippet in my memory sort of you know lift so and so up to me or talk to so mm. talk about so and so and I talked mm-hmm. to him, but then after that again, I've forgotten all about it again. So that, that's, that's amazing. That's a good gift, so it is. But it is. Um, yeah, talk to people, open up to people, uh, seek help. And I agree with you, Sedona. If you if you're feeling mentally drained, mentally run down, get a checkup. Go and speak to someone, some professional about it. Do it. Yeah. And um, what's your final word um, on this? Um, on this I, rather a relishing topic <laughs> my final word really is that, you know the most important thing is to know what god thinks of you and yeah. what god thinks of you is just settled right it's just the truth whether you believe it or not mm. and so sometimes when you're thinking of a situation go into your bible and find out what god thinks of that and begin to declare that and begin to and you don't necessarily just have to repeat it to yourself and meditate even though that's very good sometimes you can actually talk to god and ask god what exactly did you mean when you said this about me okay you said i'm fearfully Mm -hmm. i've just lost my job what's that about you know so i think sometimes Mm -hmm. developing a relationship with god Mm. and you know Mm -hmm. i find that prayer is a really good to me prayer is therapy you know but point where once you get close to god like you can tell god stuff like really the day you can go before god naked and unashamed as they say and just tell him how you are feeling there are times when i'll say to god yeah i know that i shouldn't be feeling like this but i'm not gonna lie to you this is how i feel Mm -hmm. you know but when you get to that point where you can just tell god everything there are times when he himself will either drop Mm -hmm. you or send somebody to come and help you 
So this is why going to a counselor and all those things are also good because sometimes God will talk to you through people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so it is really important to be able to open up to people. I think it's also important as people to make yourself trustworthy mm-hmm. because there are times when people are, don't open up because they are scared. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of because they don't want to tell you something in confidence and then they hear it from yeah. two people on the street. So we also really have to respect people's privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I posted something on the Facebook mm-hmm. about being a story keeper. Um, and mm-hmm. it's a good thing. If you just scroll down, you'll see it. It's really, if people tell you things, they really trust you. So please, nobody has to tell you that something is a secret. Just help them. And as long as they've just told okay. you, there's no point in you going out there and sharing it with somebody, no matter how mm-hmm. amazing it sounds. So yes, mm-hmm. I would really, for me, the thing that has brought me a lot of healing because, you know, I don't know about other people, but self-esteem is something that I struggled with, you know, as a teenager, mm-hmm. it wasn't that always came to me easily. And I tried many, many different ways to deal with that. But I think mm-hmm. for me, knowing that the thing that I was looking for was in God, just, that just mm. took away everything. Yeah. All along. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh, thank you. Use yeah. the missing link. Yeah. Thank you. And yet, you know, I think just to round up, I would say, Langum just said, be a story keeper, but also take responsibility for what you put on social media. Big time. We're obviously talking about being recipients of stuff on social media. But I would like every single one of us rats watching this, listening to this, to think about what you put out on social media. Mm-hmm. If you're the person who is always putting the amazing holidays that you've been on, um, how perfect your life is, how you wake up in the morning like a supermodel, yeah. think <laughs> about how those constant posts are affecting the little girl down the street who is beaten and weathered and all she's logging on to Facebook to look at is just a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and what would help her would just maybe just be a post of sunset or a sunrise Mm -hmm. or just you being thankful for one thing in your life and not boastful um so I think you know just to end up let's think about the part that we play because social media is made up of society it's a collective um personally I don't tend to post a lot of personal stuff on social media um I use it more like YouTube for evangelism and putting my points of view across um but I, I I feel very responsible for the image of myself my family my life that I portray out there um and if you're not sure don't put anything at all yeah. Sure. If you're not sure, exactly. quote a book, so, quote a poem, quote the Bible. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But be responsible for what you put out there because somebody else is on the receiving end of your your post and your social media feed. But um, thank you, ladies, both so very much for your time and your wisdom. It's been great. Um, let's just close in quick prayer because. You know, I think this is one that could help a lot of people. Um, our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to talk about um, something that is very real and very um, a, a subject that touches a lot of people these days. Um, some 
you know, personally and deep in their hearts and some very openly. Um, and it does cause a lot of mental health issues as well. Lord, we ask that you will touch every single heart um, that is struggling with this issue. Lord, that you would lead them to, to yourself, to a relationship with you and also um, to passages um, in your word that will speak to them in their current situation, whatever situation they find themselves in. Thank you, Lord, for my wonderful, beautiful sisters, Mbum and Giselle, and all the lovely ladies on the Christian women in the UK. And we ask, Lord, that you'll be with each and every one of us and help us to open up to each other, to be vulnerable and to pray for and um, and for and um, with each other. <clears throat> in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, ladies. Ladies, it was wonderful as always. It Good was. Night. <laughs> Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.